Hello and welcome back all you hookers and slicers. I am one of your co-hosts, Stay in Play Clay, and with me as always is Nick the Stick. How you doing, Nick? Good enough. Doing uh doing all right for a little Monday. Fun tournament this weekend. Yeah. Yeah, how'd you do? Did you play? I assume. Uh, I practiced, oh, you practiced for an hour or no. Eh, about an hour, hour and a half. Okay. Yeah. I, I thought played. I thought you were talking about an important tournament, but apparently you were just talking about the PGA championship and that little known thing. Yeah, that little thing out west. Out out west. It was uh it was interesting. I mean, of course this this isn't the first time that's happened, but it's kind of the first time this year or in a while that we've had like a major tournament out west and have had you know late late start times and having golf coverage going on into the evening so that was oh, kinda, yeah. that was kind of nice yeah it still feels like it's later than normal even considering time zones like right. i mean for for those guys to be teeing off i, I mean i guess it's like 250 out west but i mean yeah that's five oh, four fifty five o'clock on the east coast i mean that's pretty late i mean yeah, I mean, cause especially because after the cut, there's way less of a field. Um, right. So why do they need to tee off at 2 in the afternoon? I, don't, I mean, it might have been. I know they were. They had a lot of fog kind of rolling in. Maybe it just might be, you know, that course, Harding Park. Yeah, Carl the Fog. Won't let them start any earlier. Or maybe they just want to try and have it, you know, clear out a little bit more. Yeah. Or maybe they do just want it to be in prime time, you know? Maybe. I don't mind. Yeah. No, I I was fine with it. Yeah, it was, it's kind of nice. Yeah. Plus just having a major. Gosh, let's go. I mean, it's been how long? A year since our last one? I mean, yeah, almost pretty much. August? Yeah. It, it was the, what? No, well, it wasn't PGA Championship because that was, that was May last year. I thought the British was the last one. Yeah, right. The British was the last one. I was thinking it might be the PGA that happened, but I forgot that moved to May. Yeah. <laughs> so definitely wasn't that. Yeah, they moved the players to March, which was weird. Yeah. So, yeah, it was definitely the Open last year. It was our last major before then. And, and what a major tournament it ended up being. What a, what a great first major. Yeah, I thought it was cool. I mean... Uh, you had six guys or whatever. I mean, bunch of guys. The leaderboard leaderboard was just a murderer's row of top, the top players in the game. Like anybody could go off at any time, and you know, obviously somebody did. I mean, I like that the winner on Sunday shot lower than anyone. Right. That's, that's what you got to do to win. Hey, you went out and went out and took it. Yep. And it all it all started with uh, his chip in there. That unlikely kind of unlikely shot that kind of put him into the lead you know definitely wasn't wasn't expecting him to make it no but that seemed to you know kick him up kick him up you know get him going yeah and then and then of course you know his drive on 16 which was just unreal at that moment yeah it's insane how how good that was i mean yeah, he plays the fade. I mean, I know that, so it plays right into his wheelhouse, and he's just... But he still got hit the shot. 
And yeah. he, he had been driving it well all day, but, you know, he still got to hit it. Still got to do it under pressure back nine Sunday. I, I mean, even if it plays into your your shot shape, still yeah. not an easy task. No, not at all. I mean, yeah, he definitely seems to have the mindset for it. Um, I mean, I always like, you know, even Brooks and DJ borderline. Yeah, I mean, I'm starting to obviously have question marks with DJ. I mean, his does he, you know, he's very cool, calm, doesn't get like any emotions going, but like it's almost to a fault, I feel at this point. Like he can't even get himself fired up for the moment and like make shit happen. Like he's just so blase. He doesn't even know if he's, he doesn't even know it's a major. He's like, oh, I just try to go out and make, you know, hit a couple <laughs> shots and like just didn't go. Like, no, I want you to want to win this. I, I feel like, I feel like he does. <laughs> like it just, yeah, he's just not a guy that really shows it. He definitely embodies the whole like super calm, don't give a crap, you know, type of attitude. But you know, he's going for it. He's trying to make shots happen, but he's not quite, you know, he's not quite getting it there yet. Yeah, no, he put himself in contention. That's the hard part. You just you put yourself in contention. It's hard to combat when I mean, if a guy shoots sixty four, but you mean. Even the way, I mean, I think, I felt like, I mean, from my, you know, couch watching position, that it was scorable, that you could score. I mean, and even Jordan Spieth said he felt like a 30 was on the back nine. So I think those guys, you know, when they're playing, they know when it's some, like, the, the course is open for the taking instead of just another, like, a U.S. Open or something where you're trying to hang on for dear life. Yeah. I mean, I mean, Dustin wasn't, he wasn't driving the ball all that well on Sunday. He kind of found himself in some bad positions, and then I think the big the big thing that really got him down um, was on the back nine. That I don't know if it was hole number eleven, that par five, that he ended up short siding himself in the greenside bunker, and you know th- that was a hole that you got to make birdie on. That's an easy hole, and he just he just hit a bad approach shot and screwed himself from there. And yeah. I don't know if he ever really recovered from that. Yeah, yeah. He kind of, you maybe even if it whether he thought it or even if it was subconscious that he's like, oh, it's just not my day, you know. If I'm, you know, parring par fives on the back nine, like, yeah, yeah, you'll never know. I mean, I mean, I like to think he has the killer instinct because he's definitely. I do like. I've always liked his, you know, Southern California surfer dude attitude and just doesn't ever get the emotions too high or too low like i like that i mean i like brooks overall just from watching on tv i mean i like brooks's killer instinct even though he was the biggest disappointment of all on on sunday um definitely thought i don't know what the hell happened there but i mean it's his first like poor major round in a long time i mean he's bound to have one at some point true yeah statistically you'd say yeah so, I mean, I wouldn't be too worried about Brooks. It was just kind of one of those days for him, I guess. Yeah, everybody has an off day. Yeah. Yeah, but, uh, I mean, it was just exciting to watch. Yeah, I mean, I've I've loved Collins, like, irons and his putting. I mean, and yeah, I mean, he just doesn't have a flaw in his game. and He seems like an overall nice dude. He's someone you can root for, you Great know. Great guy, yeah. Young. I mean, he's an American. I like Americans. <laughs> um, Woo! 
USA. I mean, a little bit. Give them a little. <laughs> I, mean, I, like, I, mean, I like hearing. I like hearing the foreigners talk and their accents. But. I you gotta you gotta give credit. Speaking of foreigners, Paul Casey. Yeah. What a round he had, and for a guy like him, being you know forty three or you know somewhere around there, haven't won a major yet, and you know be in contention that close, and then after the round, be like. I played great golf, you know. Colin just went out and made some ridiculously good shots. Like he seemed like he was all right with it. A guy yeah. who hasn't, you know, who's been searching for his first major, you know, his whole career. He's in his early forties, you know, losing to a kid that's just come up and you know won a major in his first major. He has as many major wins as missed cuts. Colin Major Kawa now. I mean, like the kid doesn't know any better. And then you got Paul Casey. That's just like been around for doing it for 20 yeah. years and he's like these damn kids <laughs> the old man get off saying get off my lawn get off my green yeah no paul casey for sure like i mean he definitely had a great attitude i mean kind of maybe he's accepted his position in life or whatever but um I mean, you know, it's not like he has a bad career or bad life i mean he's done quite well he's won quite a bit he just hasn't gotten you know that major so you know he, he's, he's been def- around for a long time I right mean, it feels like he has been in contention in a lot of majors mm-hmm. you think okay so who's i think at one point i was thinking about this like who is your best who's your best player to never have won a major like it's what paul casey lee westwood dan marino sure <laughs> uh, laces out dan in exactly yeah i know those yeah those guys are right up there Ricky, some would say yeah. Ian Poulter. Um, yeah. I did, but some would say um, no. I mean, Paul Casey's in that you know in that top five of best players to have never won. So yeah, that's the monkey on your back. I mean, they they live pretty privileged lives, but yeah. But if anything's going to eat at you, it's probably going to be that. Yeah, but like like I said, like he had he just seems like he has a really great attitude about. Like everything, like even even on Sunday, like when you know, like I said, he he just he was in the interview. He was just like I I cannot be mad at all. This was I played great today. <laughs> like I hit the ball really well, and I almost won, but you know I didn't. Just came up short because you know. And then and then he talked about how like he was he was the group ahead of Colin, and so he saw the shot on sixteen, and he just looked at it and was like, "That is a hell of a shot," you know. It's like. It's it's kind of cool when competitors have that type of attitude when they can be like, you know, they don't get down about people you know hitting great shots. They see a shot by a competitor and be like, wow, what a great shot! Yeah, uh, that's a you know that's awesome. That's kind of inspiring rather than like, oh, he's making an eagle. I now got to make you know getting kind of down on yourself. Like, you know, Paul still went out and you know shot well the final couple holes. Couldn't quite make any more birdies to you know, to try and get to Colin's number, but, but I, I've, yeah, I, I really, I really like Paul Casey. I think he's a, he's a great dude. Yeah. Great competitor. Yep. I mean, I, I know I respect his game because every time, you know, we play him or I'm watching a match against him in the Ryder Cup, I'm like, shit, Paul Casey. <laughs> Gosh, dang it. Yeah. <laughs> So when you're, you know, at that time when you're rooting against someone, you you obviously respect his game. 
Yeah, there's there's a couple of Europeans that are like that. <laughs> and speaking of the Ryder Cup, like if if the Ryder Cup was going on this year, you got to think Colin Morikawa would get. I don't know if he had, he would have had enough for a uh, for an automatic invite, but definitely uh, a captain. When that one's the cutoff. Yeah, yeah, I saw that. Wins in this short season with one of them major, he definitely would have been a captain's pick. I mean, hundred percent. Right. Um, That's. I mean, I I don't think I don't know if he would have made the you know automatic um, bid, but like you got to think he would have been a captain's pick at least with how he's playing right now. Yeah, depending on when the cutoff was, because would you have picked him a week ago? It's kind. I mean, depending on. I, I don't even know exactly who the cutoff is and who the. Who the other bubble bubble boys? I mean, he's he's been. I would say since the restart, he's been one of the best American players out there. Definitely, I would have no like even before this this weekend, I would have had no problem picking him. Yeah, agreed. But of course, Ryder Cup is not happening this year, so he's just mm-hmm. going to have to keep winning majors and keep his form until next year. Yeah, we'll see. He's on. Time will tell. It's yeah, you're trying to think if he's gonna I mean odds are he won't I mean it'd be if he won another one, man, I mean they are so hard to win, but you know, then again, the golf's one of those games, you know, once if your game's on, just keep keep playing. <laughs> just keep playing, don't stop. Yeah, right. Right. Because it can go south and then in a hurry. Um you know, and then obviously then when you get all you know, you're getting pulled in a million directions now. You know for your time whereas before you were under the radar and you could practice and people leave you alone now you have like you know you have to go spend time with the fans sign more autographs do a talk show do this do that you're just getting pulled in too many directions so it's like and then you feel that pressure in the next major like oh can i win two in a row yeah i don't i don't know if he has the type of i, I don't know if he's going to be someone that can win the masters though at, at this point that's where you need to hit bombs <laughs> you have to hit bombs and, and also augusta isn't really a righty fade course yeah right there's a it's lot of a good putter course and he's definitely yeah. a good putter though he is unless he's lipping out in a playoff against daniel berger but um but augusta's got a lot of got a dog leg Dog leg lefts, you know that's a that's a lefty kind of course. But yeah, for for or, hookers and lefty slicers. Yeah, like that's that's why Bubba won a couple times. And Phil. And Phil. And Mike Weir. And Mike Weir. Definitely. So definitely lefty because lefty, yeah fades are more consistent so the lefties. Yeah, there's more right to left shots there, and then yeah, you got to hit it long, and then yeah, the more times you play it, the better you get. I mean, so he's never even played it, has he? Um, yeah, I don't know if he's played it as an amateur. The one he played last year. I mean, he's only yeah, this is only his second major that he's played in. Yeah, and for, first as a pro, I believe, right or no, second as a pro. First, it was his first career. Major. Yeah, you played in the U.S. Open. Yeah. Last year, the 2019 got T35. 
Yeah, and I'm not saying I'm not saying Colin can't win at Augusta, can't win a Masters title, but I think it's I don't think it's going to happen this year. I think I think he's going to need to get some experience because it doesn't it's not set up perfectly for his game. Yeah. No, he would have to use a special driver, like a hooking driver for him. I mean, I think these pros can adapt. Yeah. I mean, you know, he could be, I mean, he's, he's going to be in the, at least the masters for the next five years. Like yeah. he'd entry. And so True. he's going to, we're going to see him. So it's a matter of just, can he adapt? I mean, I don't know. He just seems solid right now, but I mean, it just, and putter. I mean, if you can putt, you can play anywhere. I mean, it's true. But yeah. I agree with other. Otherwise, I agree. With, I mean, I still agree with everything you said about it's a right to left course. It's for bombers. It's, um, yeah. So I mean, we'll just have to. Uh, we'll see. We shall see. Let's. Uh, you want to go over picks quick for, for this uh, PJ Championship that we had here? I do. All right. So at the top of the board, we had our best man. To win was Bryson. Uh, Nick had Bryson DeChambeau. Clay had Tiger Woods. I Nick went from the heart that. there. <laughs> huh? I went from the heart there. Yeah. The Tiger Woods pick. Yeah, I, I actually picked Tiger in a different, like, bet. I did just a bet somebody lunch. And yeah. I, I mean, and Tiger was there for a while. I mean, he, he just, made the cut. He was prowling. Yeah. Just, just never got hot on the weekend. I mean, he, he had a good he had a good Sunday round. Yeah, but yeah, couldn't couldn't quite make a move when he needed to. Not on moving day. Nope. So Clay with ten push-ups there, but then Clay yeah. comes right back. Oh yeah. With DJ at minus eleven to, I mean that was I, that was a battle right there. I mean because luckily I had X Man Xander Shoffley, the California kid, um, in minus eight. That was a close one. I'll take the L on L on that and bust out a little. 10, uh, 10 pushbacks. Um, and then tiebreaker didn't come into play, nope. but just for the record, Nick won it. <laughs> <laughs> just for the record. <laughs> Let the record show. Yeah. And then bringing it up the rear, the loudest trunk slam of the weekend for our bet betting purposes was Sean Norris at plus two, slowly, slightly edging out a slightly better Mike Lorenzo Vera. So by Lorenzo Vera winning, Nick loses, <laughs> Norris wins by losing. Sean yeah. Norris got it done for me this week. It's two straight weeks I had him bringing up the rear. He 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 didn't get it done last week. He shot better this week, but got it done. <laughs> <laughs> so what a what a pro. What a pro he is. I can dig it. Way to way to stick with your your guts. I had to give him another chance. Yeah, double down. Split it and double down. So I owe 20. I, and you owe 10. If you can, if you're able to muscle it out. I mean, I'll do it. I hope it's not too much for you. If you're, <sighs> still, you're still sore from last week's sweep or anything. I'm still still feeling it a little bit. <laughs> but I'm, um, I'm an athlete. I can do it. It's damn right. <laughs> uh-huh. Um, so, I mean, did you play this weekend? I did not. Like I said, I was. I did some yard work this weekend, so I didn't. I didn't get out. I I played. Um, but I did play 
the previous weekend and got together with some some friends and played and, and won our little match. Um, so that was nice. Um, yeah. I wouldn't say I shot necessarily great, but it was definitely – I got back on the right track. So things are looking fairly decent again. But yeah, it's uh, it's been a little rough for me. I haven't I haven't been able to practice or play as of late all that much because I'm just absolutely swamped with things, work, and all that jazz. So unfortunately, shit. It's all it's it's just hasn't been a good last like two weeks for me to really put in the work to get better. You know. But yeah. I hear you. Well, hopefully it turns around. I mean, yeah, because I kind of came to I kind of came to that same point. I mean, I was I played Friday and I felt like everything was just. I had a decent round at league, shot even, birdied the last hole. But I mean, mostly I just go off of how things feel. I mean, are the shots going yeah. where I want them to? Right. Sometimes you get bad bounces. Sometimes they lip out. Just yep. Felt, felt good Thursday night and then took it over to Eau Claire played at the country club and like everything was just off i I, I had zero birdies which is always like awful because i try to average two to three at least around um and so and then yeah i couldn't get anything going was super frustrated even though i'm playing with my family again it was just like trying to make a good day of it but it's like just wanting to like do the the putter throw and i don't know like god i just so I, I spent like an hour, uh, an hour on the range after that. I felt like I figured a few things out, um, but then I really felt like I had a breakthrough on Saturday. I chipped and putted for like an hour, and I felt like I finally was stroking the ball for the first time in years. Um, and I think it's going to take a lot of time to uh, like uh, build it into muscle memory because it's hard breaking habits. Oh, I know that. <laughs> But I felt like I was doing what I was trying to work on, which is one of my training aids that I hadn't used in a long time was these, I actually got them from East Bay, but it's like they're these vision goggles where they block out your peripheral. And so you can only look down. And then so like, cause that's my biggest problem with putting is like, I start peeking and let's see, yeah. can't help it which throws off my stroke and just, I do it like I do it subconsciously. So I just kept working on for like, and, and I did even with my chipping. So it was just a chipping and putting session. But I, by the end of it, I like, I felt, I felt I was like just letting my stroke go and the putts were kind of going and pretty close to where, where I wanted them to go. So it's going to be, it's kind of those, you got to take one step back to, to, to get two steps forward. But I don't know, kind of, I don't know. It's a journey. Got to enjoy the plateaus and the valleys. I hear you. That's golf. It is never ne- never stays the same. It's always an adventure. Yeah, your body changes, your mind changes, and if and if that's not enough, every time you play, the course changes. Yeah. So, so yeah, what tournament would? Uh, you ready to make the picks for this week? Yeah, let's let's look ahead here to the Winham Championship, the uh, the last tournament before the FedEx Cup playoffs begin. It's the yeah. last the last tournament for 
guys to make a make a move to get into that playoff field. That's right. So who will it be? Who will make a move? Will be I, I will let you have the first pick this week because I'm a great guy. Well, and I lost. I mean, it's really I ignore that too. I mean, I didn't I didn't want to rub it in, but well, now that you say it, it might be because you lost. So not not quite as great of a field as the PGA Championship. Mm, not quite. Obviously, some guys are taking a week off if they're if they're already in the playoff field. You know, maybe a little bit of rest to gear up for hopefully three intense weekends in a row of playoff golf to win the FedEx Cup and the ten million dollars that comes with it. That wouldn't be a bad prize at all. Hex, no. I mean, I'd take it if I had to, you know. Just saying. I mean, I wouldn't turn it down. <laughs> wouldn't, wouldn't kick her out of bed for eating cookies. Right. Or crackers or whatever the heck it is. <laughs> Just wouldn't kick her out, you know. She right. can eat whatever she wants. Yeah. Um, man. Um, we can go with your big name. Uh, I'm going to go with Spider-Man. The Web Simpson. The Web Simpson. The Web Mr. Simpson. Not a bad pick. Not a bad pick at all. He's one of those sneaky guys that keep on saying it. He's hanging around and hanging around. Hangs around, you know. <laughs> and just when you forget about him, he's like, "I'm gonna win," and he does. Hey, it's it's a me, it's a Mario, it's a me, a Web Simpson. <laughs> I'm gonna win. <laughs> Don't forget to me. <laughs> um, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go with the the rose. Gosh, I, that's that's who I was actually like thinking about. Yeah, Justin Rose. He's he's been a guy. He's he's been there, kind of you know top half of the the standings for a while this year. Uh huh. He's been right there. He's definitely been right there. Um, so what do we got? A couple, uh, couple top fives, couple couple top tens. He was top ten this week. So now we uh, go on to our underdog, our uh, oh. dark horse finisher. Yeah. Right. Well, is it oh, who goes here? You go. You go again. Um, just trying to look up a little world golf ranking. Make sure you're abiding by our ever-changing rules. <laughs> you know, we're we're nothing if not uh, a fair and you know by the rules. Right. <laughs> um. Kind of feeling 
Where's Paul Casey? Paul Casey's there. He's, uh... Uh, he's... 19th. In the world, that seems like it's not, uh... Not not quite a dark horse, especially considering he finished second at the PGA. I don't think I'm going to give it to you as a dark horse there. Sorry, bud. Sorry. Sorry. Sorry, not sorry. (laughs) All right. I'm going to go with Harris English. Harris English. All right. I can dig it. Yeah, I'm going to. He's got five top tens this season. Yeah, he's played pretty well. Yeah, let's do it. All right. Not a bad pick. Um, hmm. Checking out the power rankings? No, I'm (laughs) just checking. I'm just looking over the field once more to see if there's any anybody that really sticks out as a dark horse. I mean, where where is he? Where is where's that man? I think I think he could be a dark horse. 39th in the OWGR? Oh yeah. All right, we're going to go with Danny Willett. There you go. There's a stretch. Haven't heard that name in a while. Yeah, he kind of was injured for a while after his his Masters win and then played a lot over in Europe. Getting back into form now. He's a good player. I don't think we've seen the last of him. You think you've seen the last? Um, you think he'll win another major? Um, probably not. I, I think he'll, I think he'll win again. He'll win another PGA tournament. Um, but I don't know about major. I mean, there's, there's just so many good players now. <laughs> I mean, we've said it before, but like, like it just every year it seems like we're getting deeper and deeper in the PGA Tour field of players that can could win a major. I mean, yeah, no, I agree. I don't think he'll ever win major. Did you know? I'm trying to think if he might be the only one. If not, he's one of two players that's like he, that because I think that Masters was the first major he ever played in, and he won it. Could be. I'm trying to find. You can always look it up. I mean, we got we've got the technology, right? I know that's a thing. Tot. No, it looks like he played in the PGA in 2014. Maybe it was the first time they ever played. He played in the I... uh, the Open Championship in 2011, PGA Championship in 2010. He got cut from both of those. First time he made a cut was 2013 in both the Open Championship and the PGA Championship. Okay. 
Well, that was way off then. <laughs> Samsonite. Um, that was way off. I think you that it was the first time you ever played in the Masters. He won it because there was some stat about Danny. Mm, no, I mean he played 2015 and tied 38th. Oh, shit. <laughs> yeah, I, I don't think uh, I don't think he's the guy. <laughs> All right. For whatever you're thinking of, or we're screwing it up. So, anyways, um, my tiebreaker. But he hasn't he hasn't made a a cut at the Masters since then, though. Interesting. Since his win, he's also once again he's he's been kind of injured for the last you know few years, or been dealing with injuries. It's kind of why he like dropped off of the face of the earth after his Masters win. Injuries. Yeah, but yeah. he's coming back. He's coming back to form. Nice. All right, my dart, my tiebreaker is Paul Casey. Just okay. Because I like his attitude. And he was, he's, he's a so great po- dude. He's so, he's so positive. He's so positive. He's got a great smile. <laughs> Well, you said it. <laughs> um, yeah, so I think I think. Um, ah, you know, I was gonna say maybe Brooks, but I don't think I'm gonna go with Brooks. I feel like I feel like with his. I mean, he's you know he's a major he's a major guy, right? Yeah, and I don't, I don't think he's gonna go too hard this week with the with the playoffs coming up. Yeah, it's kind of like a it's kind of like a rest week. This is, this is gonna be just like, can I get four practice rounds in basically? Yeah. Um, I'll go. You know what? I'm gonna go with I'll go with Billy Horschel. Billy Horschel. Billy, 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 Billy. All right, and four. Bringing up the rear. Who do we have here? I mean, I don't think I'm going to go with Sean Norris again. But that's that's also because he's not playing. But I don't think I don't think I would have gone with him three three weekends in a row, especially since he got the job done this past weekend for me. I wanna I wanna push my luck, you know. Yeah. Eventually, he's gonna get better. You know, you figure. You gotta think. All right, I'm going to go with the first guy I saw. Akshay Bhatia. Oh, boy. <laughs> Look at that hairdo. Yeah, exactly. It's flowing. Gosh. It's like the wind caught it. Yeah, he's going for the where <laughs> comb over meets God, the pompadour. Oh my god. This this picture of Luke Donald is just awful. He looks freaking 60 years old. <laughs> yeah. 
I'm not I'm not picking Luke Donald, but No, I already wrote it down. Oh no. Oh no. Oh no. No, um Yash. Who can get it done for me here? <laughs> who can not get it done for? <laughs> I think uh I think we're gonna go with uh can go with a guy that's kind of looking a little, little rough around the edges here. <laughs> We're gonna go with uh, Mark Hubbard. Look like oh, he, yeah. he looks he, like he just he woke up. Coming off of a bachelor party. Yeah. Woke up from a bender the night before. Oh, I got my PGA Tour card picture day coming up here. I gotta. Woo. What's the first shirt I can find here? <laughs> yeah, at least he got them all buttoned. Holy man. All right. So that's. So it has been set. All right. So it is. So it has been done. So those are our picks for the Windham Championship last tournament before the FedEx playoffs begin. We have for the best man to win Clay has Justin Rose, Nick has Webb Simpson. Dark Horse, Nick has Harris English. I have Danny Willett. For the tiebreaker, if needed, I have Billy Horschel. Nick has Paul Casey. And then bringing it up the rear, Akshay Bate, Batia. That is a name for sure. <laughs> Nick Nick has him, and I have Mark Hubbard. We will see. Aka, who, Aka, 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 not going to make the cut. Not going to make the cut. We'll see uh, which one of us will have to do more push-ups come next week. But until then, thanks for listening. Hit them straight, and we'll see you next time. Arno Palmer is the master champion of 1960. Expect anything different? It's just not a fair fight. No, it really isn't, Roger. I mean, that is phenomenal. Oh, it's not a cut. That's a slice. And it's a good one, too.